Hello and welcome to 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet. You're listening to 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet, a podcast where three friends explore online communities of the weird and strange phenomena from the deepest depths of the internet. And everyone wanted to know which president was the true throat goat. And <laughs> okay, I do remember this. And they are all some sort of eldritch monsters of yore, right? <laughs> yes. She was also selling videos of her farting in the jar. I hate okay. this so much. I hate everything yeah. about this. Uh-huh, yeah. Captain, we've gone too far. Hello, Hello and, and welcome. Well, <laughs> Sorry. Hell... You're just fucking waiting. That was so good. Hello and welcome to yet another podcast that you have to listen to. And this podcast is called Twenty Thousand Leagues Under yeah, the we're Internet. Just mucking up your queue. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had I'm, to jump in there. I'm back. I've been gone for a week. I needed to do something. Yeah, it's true. That is in your nature. Uh huh. Yeah. And oh, you're right. I'm, I know it's in my nature. I saw the impressions. I know what you guys think of me. So, uh, <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, how uh-huh. accurate were we? Uh, the, uh, the, uh, yeah, thing. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't remember doing that outside of it just being, like, ironic or stupid. It's not a thing uh-huh. that I, listen. For anybody listening or watching, that's not just a sound that I make out of pure joy or something. <laughs> it's typically a joke. But everything else, I think, was pretty accurate. Good. I will okay. say, though, I, I, I walked away from that feeling like I wish I would have known that we were going to do heroin impressions because I found myself later that night in the shower, not wearing any clothes, letting the water just bounce off my flesh. Thinking of Harlan. Exactly when I want to pop into my friend's heads. (laughs) Thinking of the different ways I could have done impressions and probably nailed it. But you know what? That's what you got. You got the raw take, the raw Mm -hmm. vibes. Yeah, Yeah, uh, you raw uh, talk to baby. That's that's live comedy. (laughs) Yeah, It's live taped comedy. (laughs) You never know what's Mm going to happen. I know. Yeah. Um, uh, Despite uh, what Harlan may say, I am your captain this week. And we're going to talk about some fun stuff, but I know that Harland has a catch of the week since he's yes. back. He's, he's got some time to think on the internet and to uh, reflect mm-hmm. well, on that's... how many bad decisions we as a society have made. So please. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so uh, funnily enough, while I was away seeing family, I did not spend that much time on the internet. That's good. Uh, good. It was yes. good. But. Well, this is going to be a long story before I get to the catch of the week. On the flip side of that, spending time, time with family um, is so exhausting. Probably just as exhausting as being on the internet for the same amount of time. <laughs> I mm. thought you were going to say, just as exhausting <clears throat> as hanging out with you guys. Well, <laughs> no. <laughs> we do this well, once a little a week, bit. And we a don't talk bit. to each other outside of that ever, like, <laughs> Except besides the hour. Every day. All the time in a group. Text chat. is different because I can ignore you guys. That's true. And which he does. we, which you guys <laughs> did talk about last week. <laughs> I, I should hit you more with the BRB. Uh. But I spent yes, I spent a lot of time with Dad, and mm-hmm. Dad is great. Love the guy, but when it's Dad twenty four seven for mm-hmm. six days, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. I was fucking exhausted. That's and if too much he's dad. watching, yeah. which he might be, he watches sometimes. Sorry, dad. Love you. But six days straight is a lot. 
I think he probably feels the same. Yeah, he's like my fuck. He, on his podcast, he's talking about <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, how he, hard it he, is to hang out with he's you. He's gonna tear you a new one on his pod, bro. Well, the funny thing is, is that he sometimes still does like a local radio show. Oh, like <laughs> in a, a real, Fantastic. a yeah. broadcasted one, one that has more viewership than this one, probably. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, but uh, anyway, so that was my week. Uh, not a whole lot of interneting going on, fortunately. But when I did come back, God, the first fucking thing I saw was uh, Jordan Peterson in the news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kyle already knows. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's the same thing. I saw him a lot the last few days for some reason. But yeah. I mean- so we're we're about to see the two uh, ends of the spectrum on what John and Kyle find funny right now, because Jordan <laughs> Peterson made a tweet uh, that was claiming to be images or video or it was video of China's um, like three child policy, like uh, child extraction yeah. program that apparently they have. But in reality, what it was, was dick milking porn. (laughs) Damn it. What are those words that you just put together? Dick milking porn? Okay. Um, Welcome to the farm, baby. I, you know what? I'm not gonna send you this screenshot. Please fucking don't. Can you send it to me? To my? <laughs> yeah, I will. <laughs> so, uh, he quote retweeted a post uh, that inaccurate. I'm reading from the Know Your Meme page about this, which is funny. At the top, it has Already. a big banner that says, "Warning: This page contains material that may be considered not safe for work. This submission is currently being researched and evaluated." Oh my yeah. god! That's how recent this is. So, <clears throat> um. Yeah, it was uh, inaccurately identified as a male milking fetish pornography video (laughs) as a Chinese sperm factory that violated human (laughs) rights. Uh, The tweet which read, quote, such fun in unbelievable techno nightmare CCP hell. Uh, Gained viral discourse and memes on Twitter as many uh, joked about Peterson spreading misinformation and referenced the dick sucking factory concept. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a it's an explicit it's quite an explicit video. Uh, It's two guys laying on gurneys. This will not be on YouTube. Um. And they have what look Check like those things. Check out her Pornhub account uh, if you want to. <laughs> yeah. Dude, honestly, though, you just go to Twitter and find this. It was posted yeah. to Twitter. It's full of porn. Mm-hmm. Um, but it uh, they're laying on gurneys in a, like fluorescent. It's awful. Whatever this porn is terrifies me. Like saw the porn. Yeah, it's literally it's like those subway yeah. tiles. It's totally. like it's awful. But they're laying on gurneys. There's a bunch of contraptions hanging over them. And those things that go on uh, cows' udders, the oh mechanical ones, on their penises. And I I just can't imagine how <laughs> comfortable or fun. I, I just don't get these kinds of fetishes. Because they're just laying there. They look like corpses. It's really bad. I mean, they're probably exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> right from coming Should so I, much. Jizzy nonchalant. Should I come back when you guys are done with this? Because it seems like y'all are really into this. And I'm man. see that's the thing. I'm not into it. Horrible. I find, I find it fascinating though. Uh-huh. Also, fascinating. the video is tagged in Puebla, Mexico, which <laughs> I don't know why I find that it's, funny. It certainly was not in Puebla, Mexico. Uh, uh, yeah, and so 
I'm I'm speechless. I really truly am speechless. A bunch of memes happened. One is a screenshot from Breaking Bad of Walter White in the back of the SUV where he's screaming in that one episode that just says, No! Jordan Peterson, don't quote tweet that! It's weird porn! No! It's not real! It's just some guy's fetish, Jordan! <laughs> um, there was obviously a bunch of outrage and backlash that also manifested uh, a user the or the surfs uh, TV, uh, which is like a political. I think they're left, like a political left sure. outlet or whatever. Uh, tweeted uh, three screenshots of Peterson's then recent Twitter activity, stating that in the past twenty four hours, Jordan Peterson has believed that Shuan Head, who is a YouTuber, is trans. They're not. That male cock milking porn is actual footage from China and has retweeted a topless nude photo of a teenager. Mm -mm. The tweet uh, oh. received, yeah. So he was on a roll over like tw literally a day. Holy um, shit. Yeah. And so obviously everybody was. This wasn't even what I saw. <laughs> what really did you funny. see? <laughs> oh my God. I saw some interviewer ask him, like, what's the worst thing you can do? Or like, what's the best thing you can do for yourself? And it was like this like intense close up of him, and he was like, "Don't be weak." <laughs> oh, okay. I think I've seen that clip. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking brutal. Yeah, so it, Kyle, it's because he's an alpha male. Oh yeah, I know. And I could just I could just feel uh, his uh, the echoes of his childhood uh, mm -hmm. through that sentence. Yeah, I yeah. could feel like the ghost of like his father on his shoulder while he spoke <laughs> during that clip. Who was also a ghost in his childhood because he wasn't around. <laughs> right, sure. <laughs> so, yeah, a bunch of people were just, like, clowning on him for, I, I mean, still today. I think this came out, like, on Monday or something uh, or over the weekend. And uh, there's another couple of tweets here of people talking about it. Oh, he so he tweeted that, and then he made another tweet, like, the next day or something. And it was just a... a <laughs> we check our facts here. That's yes. what we do. Hard it was March accurate. This, facts, <laughs> timelines, we got it all. Listen, man, I literally opened up this Know Your Mean page 30 <laughs> minutes ago to look at what the fuck was going on because it was so awful to look into at the time. But after he made the dick milking tweet, he, uh -huh. I think he deleted it, and then he tweeted something... He's like, wait, 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 hold on. <laughs> I I didn't, that wasn't a good <laughs> Sorry. idea. Here's the topless teenager. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah was <laughs> Let me better. clear the timeline. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> so he tweeted this, which just says, he who controls the past controls the future. George Orwell, 1984. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? Okay. So... <laughs> Somebody so the else of the dick milking. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Quoting George Orwell. <laughs> so somebody uh, saw that he had done that and replied to it and said, "It's so funny to still just be casually tweeting like this an hour after deleting a dick pumping <laughs> fetish video you thought was the Chinese government enforcing a forced birth policy." <laughs> oh God! And there's just. So many memes going hey, things, on. Things move quick in his life. He he could be it could be one thing one hour, one thing another. I, uh, I can tell you how frustrating it is to me to go on the internet every single day and just see regular people be funnier than I could ever be in my entire lifetime. Yeah, with one comment. Yeah, it's yep. it's uh, it makes me sad. Um, the other one that was funny for some reason, the photo of George Bush hearing 
about 9-11, you know, when he's yes. teaching the kids. Mm -hmm. the that has been trending lately, again, for some reason. It's and very so memeable. <clears throat> it is. It yeah. is. Are we reaching so, some sort of, like, decades-long, like, statute? Like, is there, like, a... Like the whole too soon to make jokes about it. Is that ending soon? Like what's going on? For nine eleven? I don't think yeah. that ever applied. Yeah. I, I think that the nine eleven jokes kind of come in waves. Yeah. The thing sure. is, is Kyle about Seasonal the nine eleven jokes. Kyle yeah. ab about yeah. the nine eleven jokes. Uh-huh. You never forget to make them. God damn it. God, shit, dude. See, that was really good. You should tweet that. I walked right into that. Or I guess I sat <laughs> right into that. But But so yeah, so that image is trending and someone applied it to this the screenshot of the dick milking thing and it just says sir jordan peterson is retweeting cock milking board <laughs> thinking it's chinese sperm factory and <laughs> just dead face yeah. and he's just staring while the kids are reading the books yeah <laughs> honestly i don't know what news would be worse to hear in that setting 9-11 or cock milking porn he's like he's like what do i do with that information dude yeah. <laughs> why are you telling me it's Can so much like, what do you want to do? What, what do you want me to do about it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, in a lot of respects, cock milking porn is the 9-11 of the sex work industry. It's really that bad. All right. Well, congratulations. Oh, <laughs> I, um, I'm going to smoothly transition from that into... Yeah, how do we get out of this? <laughs> a new catch of the week that I just thought of because we, had, we have to talk about it since it's very, very uh, popular with... Uh, Late night and all this stuff. The uh, uh, Tennessee Lieutenant Governor Randy McNally uh, apologizes for commenting on suggestive Instagram photos. Oh, did you see dude, anything about this? Last week tonight talked about this. I just yes. watched it on Sunday. Yeah, Tennessee's Republican well, catch Lieutenant me up, Governor. Boys, I have uh, no you haven't idea heard this? what's going on. No man, okay. it's another Republican Fun. being horny, hor gay Ooh. horny on Maine. Yeah, yeah. No, right. gay, gay horny on Maine. Um, no, I love it. Republican <laughs> Lieutenant Governor Randy McNally has apologized for routine comments he left on a suggestive Instagram post of a 20-year-old gay man and other members of the LGBTQ plus community. Routine. Um, routine. So it is, it is a, it's basically one thirst trap Instagram account that he, from his oh. like actual Instagram account, like yeah, doesn't it Lieutenant say, yeah. Rand, Governor <laughs> Randy McNally. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on these things and the comments range from heart and fire emojis to uh text-based ones saying like you can turn a rainy day into rainbows and sunshine and oh, love it <laughs> on photos of just like ass pics of like oh. this like twinkie dude yeah like full-on <laughs> uh... butt crack and then like from like the ground like up yeah. looking up and it's an uh, incredible the, the angle the apology is hilarious, and mm. I've seen it on other interviews and stuff too. Which is like the <laughs> the the way in which that he is like stationing himself for this is. I have been more than careful about how I comment and my activity have been perceived on the internet. My intent was to always engage and encourage. <laughs> he apologizes for any embarrassment mission accomplished banner drops. <laughs> yeah. he, he, he's basically saying that like I just want to give these people a good pat on the back like yeah, this you is know how what? I you reach do out that I think what they're doing is great this is how I reach out to my constituents what guys come on constituents <laughs> yeah constituents constituents whatever um, well uh, I, I, I spoke too soon 
I did see this. Okay. Yes. <laughs> it's, it was I pretty hard to avoid this, this one. <laughs> yeah. he, he's a 79-year-old man, uh, mm-hmm. and he says that I believe every person has values and deserves respect regardless of their orientation. He has also sat and overseen uh, the state legislature, state legislature banning gender-affirming care for transgenders, restricted performance of drag shows, which has just happened mm-hmm. recently that people are just furious over. Yeah. And it's just like, the people who want to ban things the most and limit other people's enjoyment are the ones that secretly do it. Yeah, like, 100%. It is all, that is always the case. The people that shout the loudest are the ones that are doing things in, in He who smelt it, dealt it. Truly, in this <laughs> case, Kyle, that, 100%. Yeah. That rule always applies. <laughs> well, it, the weirdest... it is hilarious to watch this man try and defend himself because it's un... <laughs> Your personal page. Yeah. It's also weird because he kind of doubles down, but it's like the softest doubling down that like I've ever seen where you're just like, wait, what? That's what you, I know you're telling me that's what you think you're doing by like, oh, I just like to interact with the people in my, you know, whatever. But it's like, but no, but you either you're so stupid, which is not the case that you don't see that you're clearly hitting on this person over oh, the internet no i think he's stupid enough <clears throat> that he doesn't realize that these comments are public but that's the thing does he because there's like an he's interview where he's 80. talking about it and he's like no yeah i know that they're there and i'm just this is how i like to interact with my fellow man it's like <laughs> what is happening <laughs> i mean <laughs> it's the weirdest cool. situation <laughs> Oh, oh God, man. I don't know. I think this is just like one of those things where it's like, you know what? Everyone discovers their own sexuality in their own time, and maybe it's his time, and maybe he needs to figure out how to deal with that. That's, you know, yeah. But maybe stop being I, a fucking Republican and, and limiting other people's uh, rights and good it's, time. It's never too late. He's 73, what'd you say? 89. 79. Oh, 79. <laughs> yeah, still never too late. Well, 79 I mean, is the new 69, so these... that's what I hear. The the thing that I t- yeah. always end up feeling when I see these things because it happens a lot with like specifically conservative people talking about like you know banning or trying to outlaw gay people and then <laughs> secretly yeah. not so secretly either hiring escorts or mm-hmm. tweeting and replying to thirst traps from gay people mm-hmm. I always just think God I honestly there's a part of me that feels sad for you especially when you're 79 like there's clearly something in your past that has not been realized that you have felt forced to essentially pray away the gay yeah and it's just so it's so depressing at the end of the day like like, we can laugh about it up to a certain point be like look at this old man doesn't know how the internet works and then it slowly sets in like oh He's lived his whole yeah. life, probably. Yeah, he's never yeah. been able to live his truth, like ever, yes. because due to like whatever upbringing or society standards or political if, association career he went after. You know, yeah, it, it's it, so it's it just at the end. I feel sad for these people. Yep, yeah. me too, man. Totally. I, I like was in the car with Kat the other day, and we've been watching the most recent season of Drag Race, and there is a. Uh, trans woman on the show and i just got like really 
uh, we were just having a conversation about it. I got really angry about people who are rallying so hard against people uh, basically trying to limit trans rights because it's just like, this doesn't affect you yeah. in any way. This yeah. does not affect your life. Well, You're trying to basically tell someone you should not feel comfortable in your own skin. Well, and they call it grooming, but then it's like, Hooters are okay. Take our yeah. kids to Hooters. Like exactly. with the or fucking uh what, the pageants the child beauty pageants and oh shit. My God, it's like yeah, uh, uh guys, Man, you guys, <laughs> I gotta say I'm I'm really really proud of us. We started this episode talking about cock milking, and now <laughs> we are reaching upon some really hot button topics and handling it really gracefully. Uh, so I'm just I gotta tell really you, proud of us. <laughs> I don't have a smooth transition into our main topic tonight. <laughs> <laughs> at <It's> an- all <laughs> uh, I, I, mean, do wanna, I do think we hit our record for saying cock uh on this show uh oh I yeah think- this episode is not going on youtube right uh, <laughs> i think it is oh, it's gonna pretty, be there's gonna be little, the taco bell bell sound effect every two seconds you should have a little count of how many times that bell is rung my man <laughs> yeah, I'll put a counter up. <laughs> Uh, but it's going to be uncensored on the audio version because uh, it's really uh, you. You have to really opt into that. So you really <laughs> yeah, hear, need good. to hear the uh, uh, what? What is that sound, Kyle? Why we have these uh, these windscreens? What is that? Um, oh, the the pop. Yeah. What is that called? Uh, I don't know. It has a name. Oh, never mind. Yeah. What, the sound that you make. Oh, plosive. Plosive. Oh, yeah. You plosive. Need to hear the plosives on. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> yeah. That will be fun to watch. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, do you guys want to move, move into our main topic tonight, which has nothing to do with any of the things that we previously discussed in the, the last uh, Yeah, uh, I'll say minutes? two things. Yes, and thank God. Yeah, I'd yeah. love to move into this next topic and just squat, you know, just like freeload. Excellent. Um, well, we're going to discuss something that may have hit some sort of close to home for Kyle and I, but uh, not too much. But we're going to talk about Spotify and fake artists. Ooh, okay, cool. So like, it's like ghost kitchens for music. <laughs> exactly. Cool. Let's dive in. Okay, so we are gonna discuss. There is, and I didn't realize how long this has been going on for until I started researching this. Um, there have been a lot of claims recently about Spotify kind of manufacturing music in a way um and essentially kind of making money for themselves and skirting around paying royalties oh fuck so <laughs> what th- there's a there's a number of different things that have been going on um most of my sources for tonight are coming from music business worldwide uh, i'm going to say most of your sources were um anonymous no uh, this <laughs> music business worldwide actually broke a lot of this story and they are cited in rolling stone articles uh new york times articles and they have done some pretty incredible research and follow-up on this particular topic because the music industry is pretty fucking pissed about what's happening more pissed than napster or what are we talking on a scale of napster to, to um, today napster i think was kind of the shot heard around around the world of like okay everyone's getting this for free now this is oh you guys are making money on your own and not actually having things that exist. Right. So it's it's just like, it's very much the ghost kitchen of 
music. Yeah, that's and like, there's there's yeah. a lot of nuance to it, and it's really kind of bizarre how people are taking advantage of this. So, well, if it's got nuance, then we're your <laughs> we're your podcast. Absolutely, <laughs> you've come to the right place. Yeah. Um. So part of this is, you know. Spotify has a lot of sway and a lot of control over the things that they do. And a lot of people use Spotify to discover new music, to, uh, you know, put ambiance to their dinner parties, to go to sleep, to it's have convenient. To zone it's out easy. To. It's right there. Yeah. I mean, so a quick poll of our podcast hosts who uses spotify here i know i do i, I do. should just raise my hand yes i do yes yeah, so the audio <laughs> medium first and foremost <laughs> um do either of you use pandora anymore because i used to use it a lot Fuck no uh, no i never even really used it when it was kind of popular i know like places that i worked would use it yeah it, mm-hmm. it felt like more uh of like an easier cheaper way for business to just like have their I did the same thing. Playing. Yeah. 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 I did use Pandora for music discovery at one point, um, but it did start to repeat. And yes. so I, I, I found that seam and I just got out and was annoyed at a certain point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm also one of those like people that I, if I'm going to listen to something, typically I'm in the mood to listen to a band or more specifically a record. Like mm-hmm. I'll listen to a record straight through the whole like shuffling and radio stuff has never really been my thing because mm-hmm. it can sway in mm-hmm. genre even if you pick a genre i've noticed and spotify does this too it's not that great it only really plays random hits from whatever genre it you've selected yeah. it doesn't also- do like i want to hear if i want random i want to hear literally random songs from a record <laughs> not something i've never based fucking- off a song i like like <clears throat> yeah taste is so nuanced too um i mean i i'm i'm quite picky which is really funny because if you knew what my music taste was you'd be like really that's what you're picky about (laughs) but but i am i am picky grunge yeah i'm not like uh i'm not like a top 40 i'm not like one of those guys who can go to the bar and know every fucking lyric of every pop song you know what i mean yes uh it's so it's hard for me to be on the shuffle game too anyways guys this has been pandora's box with (laughs) kyle harwin and john (laughs) if if we named our episode this would be pandora's box yeah uh, colon spotify's uh poor choices (laughs) um so on that note like i mean speaking for myself personally i do use those types of things to find new artists i do use uh, Spotify has your release radar. Mm-hmm. It has all of these like kind of curated playlists that exist to kind of be like, all right, so you're going on a, a you know a fucking desert drive, and then you put on that that list, and there Just are a bunch of psych rock. <laughs> yeah, and so what Spotify does is they curate those playlists, and it can really boost a band if they get on those playlists. And so the way that they do that is. A mystery to me because I don't work at Spotify, but sure. essentially you can kind of rally to get on those playlists, either through a publicist or things like that. Internal oh, music it. business kind of things to get yourself placement on podcast or on uh, playlists that will get more views, especially the Spotify created ones. And so when you get on those types of playlists, it generates more plays, it generates revenue for you, and your band or your music in general will grow 
So it's like when actors campaign to have like a role in a movie like submitted to like the Emmys or whatever. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. There are so also it's... people who are employed to make playlists. So there okay. are either people that you can follow that are playlist creators huh. that are very like respected. Uh, they have a huge following and they're known for XYZ playlists. And so you can get new music that way. Playlists are also really powerful in another way too, where it um, instantly gives bands with like their songs if they make it onto a playlist, they're now associated with these other bands that are on this playlist. So say you're like a nothing band, but now you're on the same playlist as the Arctic Monkeys. Like if someone's coming into it, like and looking and seeing your name against the playlist, like oh they this band it must be something. Right. It's worthwhile if they're with the Arctic Monkeys. It's like if you see a, a, a painting in an art gallery versus a painting laying on the sidewalk on the side of the road. It could be the same painting. <laughs> right. But it's you all take about it, context. You take it completely differently when it's in, in that context. So right. a lot of yeah. power with the playlist. I yeah. guess I've never really thought about it that much because I rarely ever do the like, here's your weekly whatever the fuck they're oh, called. I, I don't even really pay attention to what they're called because I one, do that all the time. The fucking yeah. UI on Spotify is dog shit and it's about to get a lot worse, which you might talk about. I don't know if you nope. have. Oh, okay. So we'll save that for the, the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let us know it's how much It's about shittier. to get a lot worse, but <laughs> okay. the UI in general has never been something that I've been able to like really engage with for whatever reason maybe it's the way my brain works but every time those things come up i look at the what's in the playlist and i go uh i don't want to try that and then i just go back and listen to like stuff i already know i have done a few times yeah propaganda yes. <laughs> <laughs> and but i think from like trying it the few times to be like oh, i'm fucking bored with propaganda <laughs> and trash talk <laughs> and trash talk um i have found a few bands but that so rarely happens. There doesn't seem to be a way, like an incentive for the user to, at least for, from my type of user, to try those playlists. Because you're resistant. You, I'm you resistant, are but a resistant curmudgeon who doesn't like change. I'm so not, I'm not. I'm this not, episode is not for really you, Harlan. If you want to just go ripped, ahead and click off. Just ripped uh, them. <laughs> Getting dangerously close to sounding like a music snob. <laughs> yeah. well, I just, I already did that earlier. Uh, so we're good. So the thing is with these specific playlists, especially the ones that are created by Spotify, is that they have massive, massive followings. And people just click into them randomly because within each category, there's like sleep funk, you know, the, the, your general uh, kind of... <laughs> Types genres like rock, uh, pop, eighties, like sleep this, that, funk, and the other. sleep funk, sleep funk, <laughs> um, music, fu- uh, you know, retro sleep funk. So it's yeah. it's those kinds new, of things. New, <laughs> new wave retro sleep funk. New age po- sleep yeah, post yeah. post sleep funk. Yeah, post um, sleep funk hardcore. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Sony make a, that genre. I want to hear that song. I want to on that a T-shirt, like all just the, <laughs> the free genre. <laughs> yeah, that's good. They, these these playlists get a lot of traffic, and the artists that are on them get a lot of plays. And so people click onto them and honestly don't even give a second thought about it. Some of them right. are not necessarily looking for finding a new music like a new band 
they are just looking to have something on in the background or mm-hmm. they're looking to like put something on while they study or while they cook dinner. The, these, these types of things. But regardless of what the intention of somebody going on and putting on a playlist, those play counts are still generating money. They're still generating revenue right. for the artist, or should be the artist, or Spotify, because there's a, I think it's a, uh, it's a 60-40 split, if I'm not mistaken, between Spotify and the artists. Okay. Uh, so what's happening is people are finding fake artists in these playlists. That has been the biggest thing that has broken that music business worldwide has kind of found out that there are artists that are appearing on these playlists, specifically things like jazz and chill and peaceful piano and things that are not necessarily like your top 40 hits, your like brand new releases, that kind of thing that people are just putting on for a dinner party. Things that people that the every man wouldn't probably have a deep well of knowledge about the jazz world. I'm just sure. confused of how these uh, fake artists, or uh, if you will, fartists, artists, uh, yes, naturally, it, how they're generating sound is it like like procedurally generate. Like, how is it generated? How is the music made? How is it? I assume paid? it's well, like st- session musicians are yes. getting paid. Yes, <laughs> it is session musicians. Um, a lot. Can of you them- define what a session musician is for anybody that doesn't really get? that that's listening session musicians are people who are paid a flat fee to come in and do a day's work they're essentially like music day laborers Mm -hmm. they come in and they do a job and they leave and they don't have any ties or any sort of like claim to it and especially most importantly they don't have access to the masters and residuals of Mm -hmm. said work they agree to a flat fee essentially a day rate for their work and a lot of that Kind of like what Alec Guinness did for A New Hope. (laughs) 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 The most topical and relevant (laughs) reference that you could possibly (laughs) add to this. It's galaxies apart. It's galaxies apart. Yeah. Um, It's essentially trailing back to a certain amount of producers, a lot of these things. Um, There are a few that have been contributing. And it, uh, I mean, the article that I found that I'm referencing came out August 31st, 2016, was when this first came out. So this has been going on for a long fucking time. And Spotify has come out and said, no, 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 we don't do that. But it's still happening. And the thing is, is that it's happening kind of under the radar in a way. Um, there are things that they're kind of like it, it's a weird gray area where yeah, they it, are it, employing essentially some producers to make music and they Spotify owns these masters. Oh my god. It's so such they're a not weird. Paying they're getting 100% they're getting 100% they of the stream. 100% of like ad revenue because mm-hmm. people don't all have paid subscriptions mm-hmm. and they're getting 100% of everything that comes from these playlists. And so they're incentive is to pump these things out Um, baller baller play that's a succession move right there it is uh one of the producers (laughs) name is daniel eeks and coincidentally there is a through line here that um multiple of these producers that have been found to have ties to this are based in sweden um weird it's always the swedes man 
Yeah. It's always um, the Swedes. Fucking knew it. So, you know, most artists are making their money through streaming these days because uh, as Metallica bought a uh, record pressing facility this week, if that's news okay. to anybody, uh, <laughs> an actual like vinyl pressing facility, because for the first time since 1987, vinyl yes. has sold out or oh, yeah, has sold higher over... than CDs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so what is happening is artists are making their money in physical vinyl and streaming services. And the streaming services, as Kyle and I can attest to, is fucking fractional. You don't yeah. get any fucking money. And if there are other people contributing that do not exist and muddying up the waters of this, right. this is bad news for all music creators. Yeah, it's, it's such a weird thing to think that Spotify is essentially stealing jobs <laughs> yeah, from yeah, 100%. other... From art, from musicians, because we see it all the time in like normal, like service industry or businesses that make a product where they outsource it, right? They, mm -hmm. they, they send those manufacturing jobs. Thanks, Reagan, to overseas. <laughs> and because it's cheaper, it's usually fucking slave labor or close to it. Uh -huh. And you end up losing jobs in the country that then they're being sold back to. It's so weird to put it in the context of art, though. Yeah, where there's like something that like almost doesn't really connect in your brain a little bit there because we're so used to the idea of art being it comes from an individual or a group of people and it's this pure thing that that only a human could make and it's like well it's Spotify stepped in was like fucking hold my beer motherfucker check this <laughs> yeah. shit out we Big got time. Swedes like Ludwig Göransson <laughs> we're gonna fucking pluck and just have him make. I don't millions of CDs and songs and shit. Mm -hmm. It's so yeah. weird. Um, so there, that is one particular thing. There, man. There's a couple of the things that I want to hit for this topic. Um, along that line is something that both myself and a good friend of ours are guilty of, which is a Spotify artist called. Well, the overarching name of the artist is called Strange Fruits. But essentially, they create uh, different playlists, and uh, I guess they're technically artists called different things fruits. So for me, jazz fruits. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So like grunge fruits. Uh, I don't know if they've gone that far. But, Doom uh, fruits. It is like lo-fi jazz dance, like those those shoe types of fruits. Shoe that fruits? one doesn't work as Fru well. Shoe gaze. fruit booters. That one does not necessarily work. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> this one is headquartered in the Netherlands, and this is the name of the company is uh, Strange Fruits. It has kind of done a very interesting thing with their music kind of uh, business model. So th what they do is they create these playlists that are hundreds of songs long, but each section is broken up into 30 seconds. And so oh. you can play the playlist from top yep. to bottom, and oh. it is 150 songs, and each part of the song is 30 seconds, and it plays seamlessly, as if yep. you're just listening to one but long they're collecting song. collecting revenue off each 30 second. Every single 30 second song that, this is a play. This reminds me of that band 
I was going out... to talk about that. Oh, okay. I'll we can talk you... about it now. This is, I mean, this is a perfect time to do it. But basically, like, what was the band? The name of the band? Because it wasn't I, sleep. I, tr- I tried to find it. I couldn't. I think find the record it. is this called the, Sleep or this something. This is the sleeping one. Yeah, yeah. Like, the, yeah. So it makes uh, no a, noise. A band wanted to raise funds for their tour, and mm-hmm. they told all of their fans to basically put their album on while they slept because it had no music on they just wanted just to have that put that yeah, repeat like, button on yeah it was yeah. five songs i think that were 30 seconds long on repeat and this was before <laughs> spotify this was very early on probably spotify, gave spotify so. the idea for this shit uh, potentially yeah, I mean, there, was the, there was a fucking blueprint right there yeah and they <laughs> made a shitload of money because every one of their fans put it on when they slept and that's easily eight, eight hours, hours of it's like constant you guys, constant repeat you guys can't do that anymore but we're gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's wrong. That's a great fucking idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why didn't we think of that? We're Spotify. We wait. Yeah. We did think of that. Wink, wink. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. So that that is one of the weird little things that are happening within Spotify, and along that same lines. So Sleep Fruits put out or a. Uh, Strange Fruits put out a playlist <laughs> called Sleep Fruits. Right. New Wave God, Sleep Funk too, Fruits. There's, yeah. just, there's too many <laughs> syllables in this. Um, How many prefixes does this fucking band have? Strange so Fruit good. put out okay. Sleep Fruits, okay. which has outplayed Lady Gaga in streams. Oh, shit. Specifically, yes. Lady Gaga is a funny call out. Like, yeah. Boom, uh, Lady Gaga. Well, Lady up? Gaga is one of the top streaming artists on Spotify. That's why. Um, <laughs> and and uh, the owner of this record label, I'm trying to find his name right now, uh, Steph Van Vutt. Wow, I was about to say, but I bet you it's something Swedish. I, but oh. it, it sounded German, but anyways. That is a fake uh, name. If you tell me this person does not exist, I'm going to shit. He basically said in response to basically like them saying like, uh, what is the deal with this? Like, why are you doing this? You're taking money away from other people. He was basically like, don't hate the player, hate the game. Like, I figured this shit out. <laughs> sure. I mean, that's relevant. Fuck you. Which I, I can't decide if I'm like stoked on that or pissed because Look. like. You, There's you a certain amount of rules that we as yeah. people follow in society. That's like, well, look, it's just good for artists. everybody. Especially artists. Like, I feel like a, like the people who are creatives, right? Yeah. There almost feels like in some cases there is this unspoken code of ethics that like most of us, I'll, I'll lump myself in there. I, I considered myself a photographer for a long time. And I saw a lot of other photographers that were not great. A lot of photographers are actually really bad people. And I see that and those things happening. And I'm like, come on, God, you're ruining the whole field of that art by doing this thing. And it's not just like it's it's not only going to land on your shoulders, like consequences mm-hmm. for you. It's going to fucking have a ripple effect through the entire quote unquote industry. Right. And I just it bums me out when I see people that are artists or creatives not thinking about their fellow creatives because it's already such a hard way to live. Like you constantly hear about the starving artists and it's like, that's a fucking thing for a reason. You don't make money making art. Picasso was broke for the majority of his life or Van Gogh. Mm -hmm. Like he didn't get famous until after he died. 
Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so stop. Just come on, guys. We're like in this together a little bit here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I agree. Um, uh, like a good thing to think about is, hey, smells like teen spirit happened. And then guess what? A lot of other bands in that region got really popular. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That we're doing the exact same thing. Um, mm-hmm. So what is really interesting about all of this is that there are so many bands that exist now on Spotify that are completely fake, that are essentially just genre based, and there are ways to spot them. Uh, that mm-hmm. they appear on these playlists, and if you, I mean, if you're paying attention, and you like, oh, I really like this. Like, I want to find out more about them, and you click onto their page, you might find that there is two songs, three songs, and not any kind of bio or anything like that. Um, and we then we started if you wanted... playing music together in the Chelsea Hotel after a <laughs> bender one night. Like, there's no like <laughs> nothing, no, no, at nothing all. like that. But furthermore, there's no Facebook, there's no Twitter, there's no homepage, there's no SoundCloud, there's nothing like that. And John, maybe they're just like word of mouth. <laughs> maybe... But you're you're seeing these <laughs> tracks that have five hundred thousand to three like million baller streams. numbers for like, <laughs> yeah. can't bother like, with a shit, I want to catch these guys on tour and it's like no that's not going to happen um, <laughs> so three dudes just, in a two hour afternoon session it's yeah. just an iPod or like an iPhone connected to the Wi-Fi <laughs> on one of those stands on a giant stage everyone's standing there crying they're headlining the Coachella this year <laughs> yeah <laughs> I want to go see um, New Age Sleep Funk Brutal Madness. <laughs> yeah. Cut hard cut to iPhone in one of those things on a stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the stage. Um the the thing that I loved in researching this is that I kind of like fell in love with music business worldwide as a publication. <laughs> so uh everyone go there and get your music news because they're savage okay. as fuck on this Good. site and just kind of super bitchy and I love it. I love the um, name too. Is like very it sounds uh, fake. Yeah, it does. It, it does. But it fake. is a reputable and hard hitting fucking it's, organization. It's like I'm Andrew all Callahan about with the uh, Channel Five uh, yeah. news. Oh it's, yeah. Well, I was like, thinking no, it's like, fucking uh, Step Brothers. Yeah, Step Brothers. Oh yeah, 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 fucking, yeah, yeah. Worldwide, worldwide, international, worldwide. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but they were kind of like teasing Spotify a little bit. To they were like, we found. 50 artists that are fake on your platform and they're like we want to not say what they are uh out of respect kind of like we don't want to like blow up your spot and then at a certain point they're like nah fuck it we're gonna post it and so they found tracks by 50 fake artists that were about 520 million spotify streams and so with their traditional payout metrics that would be worth more than three million dollars in royalty payouts and that's just what they know about. So that definitely can't be all Does of this it. Call them bezeling in other terms. Yeah, well, this it's feels illegal. It's a loophole for sure. It's a because really pr- expensive loophole. And the like, thing it's, is, it's is like that, you're paying yourself. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, yeah, like it's so embezzling. Weird. That's embezzling. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not because what you're doing is like they are essentially. Saying like we hired a we hired a contract right a contractor so an outside producer to make something for us under Spotify Studios a separate company probably yes and And isn't that a monopoly it's not a monopoly no absolutely not oh my god if you own 
I guess you would have to, you'd be have to be the you only the one in town. You are the creator at that point. So it, it's as if like Kyle and I put out a, a record <laughs> and we are just paying ourselves with the money that we made from it. Like it, there's no difference between what they're doing and what bands are doing. The only thing is that they control the market, but they're not a monopoly because other artists have other platforms like Apple Music, they have Pandora, they have Tidal. I don't Last know if that fucking Remember that? <laughs> yeah, bands in town. Um, <laughs> Reverb Nation. Uh, so, yeah, there are th- that sort of thing that's happened. Uh, Music Business Worldwide uh, posted this, the list that they have. So they put it all up online. It's very readily available for people who want to go and see what these, these artists are. Um, a lot of them just are kind of like consonants and vowels slammed together. Um, or just really like vague things like Greg Barley. Has two tracks and has like <laughs> millions like of twelve million folk. plays. Oh, on... that sounded like a lounge singer to me. <laughs> oh, Greg Barley. No, yeah. are you kidding me? Like Greg Barley? He's on the um, he's on the six, baby. <laughs> yeah. So okay. The, the top. Yeah. So I can send you this list if you want to see it. But some of the, I do the most I would plays on this is by an artist called Amity Cadet. And they have 9.2 million plays. Bad band name. <laughs> Man, this sucks so oh, there's bad. Even more. Uh, Benny, Tres- Benny Tresclo has 14.9 million. Okay, Greg Barley that- has 21.4. These are just absurd numbers well, for them also, to be paying this out. This also feels like, which was something I was thinking about trying to talk about in an episode or a catch of the week, but it applies to this so much. Do you guys ever get on Amazon and you look for some like basic household thing or like maybe you need a new bag, like a backpack or you need just something, you know, that you don't really think about. A topical tea. A -hmm. tea. Yeah. And you go and you look and you've got like bands, brands that are just clearly white label companies that exist. Oh yeah, Th- that are the same thing yeah. where they're just like the 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 names are like Kushkensk, and it's mm-hmm. like what the fuck is this? And they're literally just consonants or words like Shibo. What is this? <laughs> yeah. And they're all selling the same fucking product, but there's thousands of them. Yep, I it, do it's, that. It feels like the same thing. You're just I'm a flooding. patron of those companies. I have yeah. so many weird, <laughs> those illegitimate small cables running throughout my... Yes, yes, that's another great kind of product. <laughs> this this podcast is powered by illegitimate cables. <laughs> Held together by the Shibo brand. Brought to you by... <laughs> Thank you, Shibo. <laughs> Can we make Shibo shirts? Yeah, well, Shibo is a brand. This is great. It's our in-house embezzling brand. Let's do it. I'm actually going to see if that's a real Brand that shows it up on probably Amazon. is. It's too convenient of like a yeah. string of like sounds. It's gonna be a fucking brand. Shibo. Um. <laughs> no, there's Sibo and there's Sishido. Okay, we're that's good. actually well, Ulta Beauty. Buy the, buy lock that, it in. Uh, get the Shibo. get the domain. The domain name. Okay, right going copyright. Right copyright. Go Daddy. Trademark, go trademark, trademark. Daddy. Go Danny. Don. Okay. <laughs> we're gonna Shibo's gonna be the next. Big fucking thing, dude. <laughs> yeah, the next big <laughs> viral thing. Everything, white label everything. <laughs> so this is a horrifying uh, turn of events for all music creators. Um, mm-hmm. And what is worse is that in recent developments, it seems like major labels are kind of like getting 
on Pissed. board. Oh, on board. Oh, great. Okay, oh, no, they, cool. They see the opportunity too. They're all about yeah. it, dude. Sony, Sony Music is the latest to kind of like dip their toe into this. And something that I didn't even kind of scratch the surface of, uh, but I know exists, is artists creating music specifically for TikTok. Um, there are artists oh. that are now starting to create sounds and songs that are 30 mm-hmm. seconds long to just es- essentially exist on the internet for Spotify mm-hmm. or for TikTok sounds. And One. it's the same principle. And the shorter attention span that people have, potentially the more money you could make. One step well, further with this is that artists are choosing... like you always choose kind of like a, a string of sing- singles to release before an album comes out. Mm-hmm. The decisions are now being made. Which ones are the most clippable or like usable in TikTok videos? Like those yep. are the ones that get released first now too. Yep. Well, and that's, that's the thing. This is where I'll mention what I learned recently about sure. the direction Spotify is going, which is to video. So. <laughs> God, oh yeah. I did see that update. Yeah, it looks God. like fucking trash. Basically, so, you're gonna have to scroll through like TikTok. Yeah, it, it's basically to to trying to jump on the TikTok <sighs> thing, just like Instagram did with Reels. Uh, there's a Wall Street Journal. I can't read Which, it because I have to pay wait. for it. But the headline says, "I, I mean, <laughs> once again, it guys, hard hitting journalism. It worked out so well for TikTok. I'm so glad Spotify's jumping on board. The fucking Kardashians were like." Why did oh, you Instagram, ruin you our fucking app? Yeah, like yeah. the the backlash to this thing where it's like, hey, everyone who is in the social media universe, this is not the only thing that we want to do. Yeah, we like everything how it fucking is. Yeah, Stop like messing with for it. its thing. Yeah, yeah. so we don't all wa- want to be on TikTok. This Wall Street uh, our uh, journal uh, headline says Spotify launches new video feed to keep listeners listening. Uh, that nope. doesn't m- literally watching? makes absolutely no sense. It's going to make me throw that app in the trash. (laughs) It's called Previews. Uh, The Previews feature uh, offering recommendations via TikTok-style clips aims to boost user engagement. Uh, So so I've noticed like certain bands of certain popularities and financial backings uh, or (laughs) status. Like when you play a song, there'll be like an animated background. Yep. Yes. And I hate it. I, I kind of liked. It. I was like, yeah, "Oh, that's fun," but then that's... I click it off and put it in my fucking pocket. Like I'm not yes, watching John, that's exactly the fucking what I was say. music video. I'm like, "Oh, it's a cool old 10 second loop. Yeah. That's probably for the music video." Right on. My phone is the screen is off when I'm listening to Spotify. Stop trying to make MTV a thing again. <laughs> we did it. It had its day in the sun. We don't watch fucking TVs anymore. Stop. Stop mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. It's so dumb. Look, it's a bunch of uh, men in their uh, mid to late 30s uh, yelling at a cloud. And that's what this podcast is. (laughs) So what we've gathered (laughs) is the most relevant people to talk about the things that they care about the most. We're really breaking the mold. Stop changing my shit! This is just millennial frustration. Like, we've seen it. We've seen it all. We've literally seen nothing come to... Like, guys, there was... Nothing. Nothing. We, were, we we've seen it from the beginning to where it is now, and we see where mm. it's going. We've seen it all. We have a very yeah. unique perspective in that we way. We do. We've talked yeah. about this in past episodes too. That we are smack dab in the middle of <laughs> absolutely no technology, or like you know, <laughs> rudimentary. Too much. And, and oh god! And now it's to the point where it's like it's just like 
a snowball and now we're dealing with the ever expanding technology that we have. Yeah, we're yeah. in a and sharknado I'm just like, right now is I'm, what we're at. I'm a hop, skip, and a <laughs> jump away from assimilating, you know what I'm saying? It's, Let's yeah, go. It's uh, it's really annoying. Um, can I talk to you guys about the uh, brands that I found on Amazon that sound like Shibo, by the way? Yep. Really I'm quick? Done. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. So I typed, I went to Amazon and I typed in Shibo, spelled S H E I B O. I figured oh, that Oh, I was sense. thinking S H E B O. No, I liked the I. It made it sound more sure. luxury. Okay, okay. But some of these brands and products that came up, there is a dog grooming vacuum. See, that's by... the thing. Immediately, uh, Shiba. Oh, has notes. Shiba. Shiba, Shibo. Yeah, 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 yeah totally. Uh, well, it, the letters that they use for this brand are, well, let me see if I can pronounce this. Lmvk. It is L-M-V-V-C is the brand. Uh, we've also got Shashibo, a shape-shifting box. Don't even know. We're going to need to dive into that at a different time. <laughs> We've got a bunch of shelving units for a brand called Rebi, R-E-I-B-I-I. -I, I hate that. Uh, Guys. A desk called Fazebo. I thought of something else that we could basically add to the wheel of the web. It's oh, a hot yes. or not, but for fake Amazon brands. Ooh, oh, there we go. I should do next yeah. week. Damn it. I'm yeah, so we'll bummed that. I'm going to miss that. God damn it. Oh, man. There are actually, though, some uh, actual brands like Andes is the uh, razor company. So I, I think Amazon is just like, uh, we know this is a fake brand, but we're not sure if you know that. So here's some real brands also. Why don't yeah. we just start and a brand Amazon called... Amazon is kind of like the chill as fuck. Like, pff, I don't know, man. They're, they're, uh, they're cool. You want, it's whatever you fucking let's, want. Let's start our Amazon called Mamazon. <laughs> and... That was that... I don't, Kyle. And, and we sell everything Amazon does, except it's under Mamazon. And we make. <laughs> yeah, so, wait, that... it's not a clever play on words at all? Yeah. Like, it's just. Okay, just fine. We only on sell table. stuff for mams. I, uh, I was like, is it, a, is it Amazon for mammals? Or is it Amazon with people with mammary glands? Like, mam, ma I mammals only. Man I thought it was Manazon. Yeah, that's well, also that, where I was man. going. No, I said Mamazon, like just literally adding an M to no, the front. Wait, how about this? Here, let me, here, <laughs> here, 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 hang on. Shark Tank. It is wow, Mamazon. quickly. Yep. It really has. It's Mamazon, but uh -huh. it's M-A-M-A -A, uh, uh, a hyphen, apostrophe, A-M, <laughs> ma'am. So it's for ma'ams, uh, for ma elderly women. Right, right, right. Uh, that's what I was saying. That's, that's what I was saying, yeah. Oh. We're there. No, we're there now. We're good. Oh. That, was not, that was not clear at all. That was well, not I, clear at all. It was, you when, really, it's... You got to see it spelled out for it to really Look, work. When you play it back, when you play it back, you guys are going to hear where I tried to go there, but I got cut off. It's fine. <laughs> we have, we it's were fine. just so confused. On, on this show, you got cut off? <laughs> Everybody gets cut off on this fucking show. You're cut off, and you're cut off, and you're cut off. Everything I'm saying is more important than what Harwin's saying. Everything that, that Harwin's saying is more important than what John's yes. saying. Everything mm -hmm. that John's saying is more we important than what I'm saying. We decide that individually. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like a round it's rock, paper, rock, paper, scissors yeah. in pre-pro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whoever gives up is the loser in yeah. trying to get their thought out. You have to fight for your right to speak on this fucking show. Uh, well, Over this the is the weirdest game. ending to an episode I think we've ever had. John, is there no more yeah. to the story? Is that it? <laughs> no, I mean, basically, the music industry is as doomed as it ever was. Good. Um, right. There and, we go. 
uh, it is the snake eating itself, and the person that suffers is the creator, uh, as well, again, as it always has been. Well, mm-hmm. is this another case of uh, <laughs> capitalism? Oops, ca- too much yeah, capitalism. It is definitely, oops, <laughs> it's definitely oops all capitalism oops on this all one. Cap- yeah, um, yeah. The problem is that, like, artists are figuring out the loophole and taking advantage of it, which is also fucking over other artists. So which, that is like a weird, uncomfy, kind of dirty bathwater feeling where it's, it's like, like, okay, I respect that you figured out how to make money, but also you're fucking over so many countless other people. Sure, 100%. But they're also not the people that made the system allow them to do that, which is where I'm kind of like, yeah, I mean, you're kind of, you're putting them in a corner thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what do you expect people who are already trying to make this their living gonna do? Yeah. Like, you, as somebody who is a rule follower, (laughs) uh, it's hard for me to side with the people that are broken. Uh, yeah. and doing all that shit so it's 100%. like I, I i wanted to go the honest route in music and like do it organically and have it be something that was like nice but uh i should have been look where that got I should, you dummy. i should have been uh born into the cyrus family honestly so yeah yeah, that done <laughs> yeah. god damn it the biggest mistake of your life <laughs> i could have been billy bob cyrus johnny yeah. electric cyrus <laughs> 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 Um, hey, go follow us on Patreon and give us money and the YouTube and subscribe on iTunes yeah. and Spotify. I don't know. I feel weird follow saying that after Spotify. this episode. Well, uh, uh, Let's, start Let's, uh, Let's, Let's start a playlist. Let's start a playlist of all our episodes. They, they don't fucking pay us. Fuck them. Yeah, no, but let's but only but also our, listen on it. Listen it's, on Spotify. It's going to be a playlist that only has music we've made. Oh, oh, Let's make okay. a playlist of just our podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. Just cut up into thirty second. And let bits. Oh my god, how annoying! Put this would that on be? mute while you fucking sleep. Uh, but yeah, uh, call to action: share it. That's the biggest <laughs> thing you can do to help us. We get a lot of comments from very nice people being like, "I can't believe you haven't blown up." And while that's nice. Tell yeah, a friend. It sucks too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired of hearing that comment. So do your part and share it. Thank you. That's my PSA. Uh, we we love you and frankly, good luck out there.